0: Hello there. If you're listening to episode 21, this is the promotion for the week. If you're listening to an earlier episode, hello, this is Kenneth from the future or present or whatever time. I am throwing this in here because we are having a charity live stream this Friday and I wanted to let everyone uh, know that it's going on whether you're caught up or not the scp play cast is getting together with uh hannah's other podcast uh the guild fellows podcast in order to do a uh among us live stream uh it's going to be a charity stream and uh proceeds are going to feeding america we have a uh, 200 goal that we're trying to meet for the stream you can tune in at uh, Hannah's Twitch channel. It'll be twitch.tv slash Han McKinley. This is going to be on Friday, uh, December 18th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I threw together a Linktree uh, site that you can go to in the description. You can follow Hannah's Twitch there, and you can also get the link straight to uh, the donation feed as well. You can donate whenever it will be open until the stream and probably for a while after as well if you're able to tune in we'd love to have you there and if you're able to donate uh we appreciate it very much by the way in the link tree link you can also join our discord if you uh did not know we had one of those already um and there's a bunch of other links in there too if you're interested thank you and i hope you enjoy listening to whichever episode you're on So, uh, when we last left you all off, you had just met, uh, several new, uh, not necessarily team members, but people who are, uh, of the foundation, either SCPs or working for the foundation that, uh, are going to be helping in the integration initiative, uh, that was started by Dr. Miller. You met Josie, you met Xena Cho- who uh, is able to do anything you ask her to to near perfection. You met the Tickle Monster. You met Clarky. Briefly met God. Um, And you ran by Abel briefly as well. Uh, There was also the little iPod, little buddies. Uh, You newly met Skylar, the new uh, member of your team. Um, And I think that's most of the SCPs you've met so far. When we were departing at the end of last episode, uh, we were having you all go to a conference room to begin to discuss your next mission. So you all arrive in said conference room. Uh, All three of you, or all four of you, sorry, are uh, seated at this uh, conference table here. Uh, There's Ben, Skyler, Ned, and Miles. Uh, You're also joined by Dr. Miller, who uh, is standing up at the front. Uh, Lucas is also sitting with you all. Um, Mr. Clark is here as well. He's sort of just like posted up near the doorway. Uh, And Abel is also here too. He's just sort of being like the cool kid in the class. He's sitting all the way in the back and just like leaning so far back in his chair, knowing that he's like the bad guy on all of your eyes and just, being a a cool villain
1: i think as we as we walk by abel maybe we have to like come in from the back of the room or whatever uh Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna say um abel my mom always says we should have six legs on the ground at all time
0: he uh leans even further back and uh like manifests a pole that sticks out of the back (laughs) of the of the chair uh so then it's like balancing uh two back legs of the chair and then like this third pole and he's just like leaned so far back it's like n- no one else would be able to get this far back in the chair deal with it
1: well okay uh three's better than two so i guess this is a compromise thank you
0: <laughs> okay yeah and then you all take your
1: seats yeah that's all <laughs>
0: uh so noticeably missing from here uh that all of you know uh because skylar also met them dr bright is not here Uh, so as you are starting this meeting, uh, Dr. Miller pipes up. Um, so I think we have everyone here that we are going to have. Um, Dr. Bright will not be joining us this time. Uh, he's dealing with some bureaucratic issues currently. Uh, but we should hopefully be able to hear from him relatively soon. Um, but we need to go ahead and get a move on with the rest of our plans. I have gotten word that our new friends at the circus uh, have been able to pack up and uh, move on. As agreed upon, uh, we helped them get some of the resources they needed to get back on their feet, um, and they disappeared in the way that they normally do. We have no idea where to, and it's probably best that way for all of us. They likely will no longer be considered a hostile group of interest by the Foundation. Um, They are allies to us, but also likely still considered neutral or aggressive in some cases towards the rest of the Foundation. Uh, Not all of the Foundation is as um, trustworthy and gentle as the rest of you. So, good work on your mission.
1: Thanks, Mom. Miles is beaming with pride that he did a good job.
0: Uh, So moving on to your overall performance, I spent some time uh, last night taking notes and sort of looking over uh, everything I was able to pick up from Ned. Uh, Whilst you all were able to ultimately be successful in your mission, there were some uh, glaring shortcomings uh, that you have to work on as a team. Uh, Primarily, uh, communication is the one that comes to mind. A a large part of this issue did stem from Agnes in particular, but hopefully some time with the circus uh, will help her, uh, and being around her sister, will encourage her to trust those around her a a bit more. Um... I mean, from the evidence that I got, it it shows that she had been in contact with Herman Fuller at at least twice prior to your confrontation with him. Uh, She made a deal with him and gave the rest of you no information about this. I mean, had this matter been discussed, you could have likely been better prepared for the coming threat and stopped her from making this deal in the first place. And I don't expect you to tell me everything in particular. I know some of you don't fully trust me, and you have every right not to. And it's fine. But for your own sakes, and for the sake of making this initiative work, I need you all to try to work together as a a team going forward. And communication is... A very important aspect of what makes a team effective. Now, I will give you as much information as I can going into missions, and I will do as much as I can to coordinate you all in order to help each other out. But that said, you don't have to tell me everything. But if there's anything you would like to tell me, it can always help me to help you. If there's anything you'd like to share, go ahead. Uh, otherwise, we'll continue on with the brief.
1: I, I, I can't really think of anything. Can you? Can you think of anything, Ned? I can't think of anything.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I think we pretty much gave over everything that we had.
1: Yeah, I can't think of anything else that happened. that don't. I think that's it.
0: Cool. Con- continuing to keep the Im- information from her that mm-hmm. you already were. She said it's okay that's not fine. to tell
1: her stuff. So now Miles yep. is very secure in this.
0: Okay. Figured that's what you were doing.
2: This is
1: this is like
2: when when Mom's already found out what you did wrong, and she's giving you the chance to right <laughs> <laughs> giving to you the chance up. to fess up. <laughs> nope, we we ain't falling for that. <laughs> I ain't no fool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Anything else? No? Okay. All right, then. Uh, Moving onward. So, uh, as you've all seen in the past day or two now, uh, we've been prepping ourselves at the Foundation, uh, at least here at Site 44, for the integration initiative. We've been moving forward uh, in these beginning steps here as many of our uh, new allies have joined us we are making good progress on our end but in order for us to be able to create some sort of integration into society we need to make sure that society is also prepared to accept anomalous people objects entities etc Our goal is to start with the town of Piedmont. And the four of you are, from what we've been able to gather, the best candidates to help lead this. I mean, two of you are from the town. Miles has already become well acquainted with all of you. And Skylar uh, should also fit right in in this middle-of-nowhere western town uh, with her rustic southern charm. She tips her non-existent cap to you.
1: Well, and I've uh, I've seen Piedmont too before, so I pretty much know my way around now.
0: Yes, I mean it is not large. You kind of saw the entirety of the downtown, which is like a street.
1: There is a so police you station you kind of there.
3: do. Yes, and not much else, <laughs>
0: which makes it a very ideal place to start. If there's any sort of mistakes, we can easily clean that up and uh make sure that everything gets reset correctly.
4: Sorry, I just had a question about my character. Yes. Um, does Skylar had like was she aware that she um like where she is, or was she just like transferred and like wasn't like is she familiar with her surroundings?
0: So uh, we can play this out in uh, sort of a a flashback to when you would have been talking with Bright. Um, They would have told you um, about this initiative and a chance for you to uh, return to the real world and not be locked up anymore. Um, If that's not a convincing enough thing for Skylar to have at least wanted to try it out. Um we can discuss it more. Okay. In character. Well I mean like Or if if you think it is then
4: like after her transfer is she just like is she aware she's in Piedmont, I guess is my
0: question. Um Yeah, you would have gotten like a short mission brief from either Bright or someone else. Uh you get the gist of everything. You know you're at site forty four. Okay. You know that you uh are going to be a part of this integration initiative you're trying to uh, join in with the town of Piedmont in order to, like, help create a society where uh, anomalies and n- normal, quote-unquote normal humanity can coexist. Cool. Ned takes offense to that. Quote-unquote <laughs> normal. You think Ned falls into normal? <laughs>
1: Too bad we don't have Anya's car anymore because um that was a pretty <laughs> sweet ride. Do we have any other I guess are we going to take
2: Ned's car? I mean it's uh, it's kind of far away.
0: Um we'll we'll figure out some transportation for you, but uh th- firstly um the four of you um well I suppose the three of you uh the circus was a fairly large event that uh, the town sort of knows about. So the circus has their own mimetic treatments uh, or countermeasures to uh, any of the unpleasantries that might have occurred to people while they were inside of the circus just to hide the fact that um, kidnappings and such could have occurred but Fortunately, um, this was actually playing in our favor. So the fight that you all took part in at the end of your time at the circus um, would have normally freaked out everyone there because you sort of, from their perspective at least, um, you were just fighting clowns, like l- regular clowns, not not demonic ones. Um, but whenever they were leaving the park, the, the people of Piedmont and those from surrounding areas, um, they didn't need amnestics to forget some of the unpleasantries as the circus is intended to do but we also were able to fairly easily explain why you all were there. We were able to reveal uh, to them a plot of kidnapping uh, as several people, when the topic was brought up, realized that their children had been missing. We were able to retrieve said children, and uh, now at least a majority of the town should consider you heroes.
1: Question, have you put out feelers to make sure that the uh, clowns' memetics worked? Like, uh, do we know that no one thought they were demon clowns or anything like that? Um,
0: I mean, we filtered at least a majority of the people that came through, and
3: uh,
0: uh, to our knowledge, there was no anti-memetic things happening there that would have prevented people from seeing something they shouldn't have
1: okay cool um follow-up question um just so we can uh i I don't know what kind of magic benji's capable of or i don't really know what skylar does but um if they are um like if someone gets their memory edited by memetics now and then tomorrow they uh, have some sort of anti-memetic effect on them. Will they get their memories back, or is it like a one and done kind of thing?
0: Um, no, you're confusing um, amnestics and memetics. Yeah, amnestics are used to
3: uh,
0: change memories. Memetics is just dealing with the active transmittal of information. So they, the clowns, weren't necessarily. Um, Changing your memories or anything. They were just making it so that whatever picture appeared before them
1: was not that of a
0: Eldritch horror clown, but of a
1: happy go lucky one. Cool. Makes sense. Thank you. And he puts his hand down because I th- didn't mention it earlier, but he did put his hand up. Okay. <laughs> I
0: i constantly assume if he's if trying Miles to Miles is talking in any sort for... of
1: class setting, he's got his <laughs> hand up.
2: Sounds about right. Man, but f- I tell you what—forget all about this uh, amnesia, m- mimetic stuff. But you said you said heroes—they think something yes, of that nature. Yes, I mean
0: you—you you stopped the kidnapping circus. Haha,
2: <laughs> You see now they—they they really will see Ned Roswell, investigator extraordinaire. Everyone will know me when I go back. I tell you what.
5: But is the status heroes better than not being known at all?
2: I've been trying to get found out in this town for years, tell you what.
5: But wouldn't we want to keep the attention away from ourselves if if this is what we're doing now?
2: Well,
0: the Foundation as a whole should be kept still secret at this point in time, but you as a group, not as much. Our goal is to create a society where you can all openly present any anomalous features that you have. Like, Ben, wouldn't it be more convenient if you could use your magic to get around and do your day-to-day tasks?
5: Well, that's not what I would use that for.
0: Well, what do you want to use your magic for?
5: I'd rather not use it.
0: Hmm. Not even for saving the ones that you love?
5: Well, if it came to that, of course, but... Why should I be parading around town with these abilities when not everyone can do that? That would just draw unwanted attention to myself. That would probably be dangerous. You don't have
0: to, but you should be allowed to, is my point.
5: Ben crosses his arms.
0: To give another example, Clarky also had a rough time. ...out in the world. Clarky is a... ...clown of sorts, as you've seen. We're not exactly sure what... ...Clarky's origin is, but... ...of the others of his kind... ...we've been able to be... ...introduced to... ...they don't like humans, and... ...they tend to... Consume and or kill them. Uh, In most situations, Clarky is a special case. Clarky decided that he did not want to. So he tried to go out into the world and share his magic and show the world that he could be something different from what the rest of his kind is. The world did not accept him. The reason that we had to put on clown makeup as we entered his room is because he is terrified of people now. Because he was abused, mocked, and
3: very badly hurt the one time he tried to do the right thing.
1: Miles is crying just a little bit.
4: Skylar is looking at Dr. Miller wide-eyed and, like, nodding in agreement.
0: I want you all to be able to go out into the world and not have the opportunity to flaunt your powers. I want you to be able to go out and feel like you can make friends and be able to show your complete self to others and be able to use your powers to do good and not be seen as the evil for it.
1: I, I mean i I think that's a uh, good and good in general um what if what if things do go wrong though? I mean, what if we can't convince the people that it's all right what do what we what's the backup plan?
3: We try again. if we have to start over and try again i I
0: will do everything I can to keep pushing for it. It's not going to be an easy battle. We're not going to get lucky every time where everyone conveniently believes a story where you all are heroes and saved the day without a hitch. I just ask you all to trust me and we will face every situation as it comes.
1: Okay. Um I mean yeah, well at least I'm I'm up to give it a go. Um I'm just a normal kid though, so I I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'll need someone else to come with me. <laughs>
0: Yes, so how we are handling your, uh, for some of you, return to um, Piedmont and some of you, your introduction to Piedmont, um, we're changing the story a little bit. So at the Foundation, you've been assigned uh, the Mobile Task Force designation MTF Delta IV. Uh, We may use this to identify you, to refer to uh, as the heroes of Piedmont, but if you have a better idea, uh, just the Fours, uh, Delta Four, uh, we can figure it out. Uh, But you will have to be posted at the town. Uh, You'll be helping to show that anomalous people can be trusted and can be upstanding citizens. Um, And you would also be able to protect the town from any threats that might come up. Uh, We have a house outfitted uh, with the same tech that we have here that uh, keeps certain teleporting people away. Um, This would keep out uh, the fake Lucas who seems intent on interloping into uh, our project here. But I will have to be staying at site 44. Um, I will have to make sure that everything here at the facility is running correctly, and um, I won't be able to spend all of my time with you all there, but I will be able to come and instruct as needed. Um, For your caretakers and protectors of the home, uh, we will have Mr. Clark and Abel set up there with you. Um, Mr. Clark just, like... (laughs) looks shocked for a moment and just is looking around like, I didn't know about this.
1: Miles <laughs> looks visibly disappointed. <laughs> he gets, he puts out a boo-boo lip, starts pouting a little bit. Uh, Dr. Miller ignores you.
0: Uh, there are also some known groups of interest that are... Um, have posts nearby. Uh, we'll have to deal with those as time passes along your job will hopefully be to either befriend those who are willing to join in on our cause or uh, try to contain and keep away those who seek to instill chaos the fake lucas included
1: um logistical question um so we're all going to be living in this house together um How do I, like, what, What? how do we justify why we all live together?
0: Um, I mean, Abel and Mr. Clark will be your caretakers.
1: Okay. Um, also, am I gonna go to school?
0: I don't know if we can get that to happen initially, but we can try for the beginning of this next year, maybe.
1: Hmm, okay. Ned, how long have you been skipping out on school for?
2: Yeah, I was I was gonna ask about that because like see, a week. <laughs> my my ma'am, my old mom gives me a, a hard time sometimes. But you know, I stay out in the woods occasionally. But she's probably noticed I've, I've been gone a few days now. Um, and if Ned, uh, do you... yeah, we're gonna be in this in this in this house together for a while. Uh, how's how's she gonna do?
0: Ned, we can't find your mother. What? Oh. Um, we tried going and looking for her to see if we could either convince her to allow this to go along or change her mind in some way. But, um, I- I'm sorry. I-, I wanted to to tell you one-on-one later, but... We don't know where she is.
2: No. Uh, <clears throat> but uh I, like you you're the you're the found foundation you, these uh the crazy advanced whatever you you can you can find her, right?
0: We are trying everything we can, Ned. I promise you.
1: Hey, hey I mean, Ned, I'll, I'll help you Look around. I mean, maybe we can find some clues over at your house. Yeah, sure. yeah. Once we go into town, we can well, we can sort of follow up our our kidnapping, es- uh, <laughs> anti kidnapping
2: escapades, and and find your mom. Yeah, that's that's a it's it's a good idea, I think. And uh, I'm, I'm Ned Roswell, investigator extraordinaire.
0: <laughs> yes, th- I think that would be a very good way to start your introduction to helping out people in the town. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I think it'd be a great introduction. We'll we'll find her, no worries.
1: Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come across her, no problem.
5: Ben gives Ned a, a brotherly pat on the back.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Ned, Ned, Ned's trying his best here, but he he does look kind of distraught, and he accepts the the pat, kind of jerks at the at the touch, a bit surprised. Uh, but then accepts it, yeah, I see, uh, yeah, you, you guys got my back We'll, we'll get them together,
1: yeah, yeah, we'll we'll find her in no time, don't, don't worry, Ned,
2: that's the spirit, good
1: that I guess explains why Ned's with us, sort of, but um, I mean, Benji's house, is that where we're staying, or is it a different house?
0: uh, we've set up a new home for you, it's still in the final stages, so you'll stay here one more night, and then head out in the morning.
5: Yeah, I don't think my house is big enough to, uh, to hold us
1: all. I thought it was nice and homey last time we were there.
5: Maybe to a nine-year-old kid, but not quite to some
1: adults. Smelled like pizza. I like pizza. (laughs) Um,
0: Dr. Miller, uh, briefly looks at her watch, and, uh, then calls out, um, Skylar, uh, would you go to the hallway with me for a moment and uh, we can discuss something privately? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So uh, you head to the back of the conference room and out the door and step out into the hallway, walk down the hall a little bit so that no one can hear. Um, So how familiar are how, how familiar sorry, how familiar are you with what occurs uh, to you at nighttime? And this is Kenneth sort of asking um, how much familiarity do you want Skylar to have with Ooh. this? Um... Do you want to sort of continue with the premise of um, you're not fully aware, like daytime Skylar is not fully aware of what is occurring in the evening? Um, or. No, um, I want her to be. You kind of know.
4: I want her to know that it happens, but not why it happens.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So uh, tell me that in character.
4: Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> gotcha. Um, well, I know I need to watch out for the sunset, and I have this watch on me to make sure that I'm always knowing, that I, that I always know um, what time the sun's going to go down, but I don't know how I'm going to tell people. I don't know how they're going to take it.
0: Okay, um, I understand. So, part of what I was really pushing for in there is communication on the team. We can send you off to your room early tonight, before anything happens, and no one will have to know. But it's ultimately going to be up to you to tell them all what exactly occurs, and that they might need to be a bit careful. You can tell them now, or you can tell them in the coming days. I'll leave that choice up to you.
4: I think I think I should tell them now before we move into a new house together, because I'm going to be real honest, I don't really know how I, I do around other people, because it's been me in my room in the old and the other foundation, and it's just been me for a while. so I'm gonna... I think I need to tell them.
0: Okay. I agree. Thank you.
3: Okay. Let's do this.
0: Alright. Well, let's go in and um, I'll start it off unless you want to just go for it.
4: I guess you can... I guess you can say...
0: (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm just not... (sighs) Sorry, yes, I'm... I just don't know... I just want to make sure that you're completely comfortable with with everything
4: I just don't know here. how to tell them what I am and okay, what i do okay
0: okay let's let's just go in i'll I'll, I'll handle it <laughs> all right, so you uh head back in and you reseat at the table um okay um everyone so Skyler is so she's joining your team obviously yes um and as I said before, we should try to foster communication and trust among each other as, as much as possible and skylar ag- agrees that uh, she has some information that she should share with you would you like to share that now skylar
4: all right so i have to be real honest with all of you i might look to be around a teenager but i've been around here i've been on I've been alive for quite a bit. I'm around 70 years old, and.
0: We estimate her to be around 74. Um, And the specific anomaly that she possesses um, only occurs at nighttime. We, under normal circumstances, her case would be irreversible, but Dr. Bright had some sort of breakthrough with her that has allowed her to at least during the daytime, be completely normal, and during the evenings also be more relaxed, I suppose.
4: So, basically, when the sun comes down, I look a little different, and I sound a little different, and I might act a little different but well, different... if you
0: can't find the right words, uh we can just wait a few moments for're almost at sundown.
1: miles is a little concerned <laughs> <laughs> this has been hyped up, and now he was not ready to be thrown into this uh, <laughs> He came dressed for class, not for um potential monster fighting <laughs> but I wouldn't worry uh, though. is it gonna be is it gonna be safe for us in here I mean.
4: I mean, I've been working with Doctor Bright safe. for a while. It'll it'll be okay. I just I don't know. I I don't play well with a lot of people, or at least I haven't been around in a group for a long time, and so I'm not sure. I, I you're okay. You're fine. I just I I need to figure out how to be around all of you, and I just ask for a little patience
0: as i do so uh abel on un- grunts from the back of the room yep. Just 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 get on
2: with it already i can deal with whatever your anomaly is <laughs> yeah i was gonna say think... that ned whispers over to miles yeah i think that's why they got abel in here
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think um miles Trust this, but also, maybe Scooch is a little closer to where Abel is. (laughs) It's
3: not
0: not necessarily a bad idea. (laughs) So, um, as Dr. Miller mentioned, a few moments begin to pass, and um, Skylar, you begin to feel a bit different. Um, Would you like to describe your change, or would you like me to? Uh,
4: I'll go ahead. (laughs)
0: Hello, everyone. This is your Keeper, Kenneth, and welcome to your regularly scheduled mid-roll. I hope you all are enjoying Skylar. Uh, we very much are enjoying having Shello and Skylar join our show, and uh, hope you feel the same way. Just a reminder that we are having our live stream uh, this Friday, uh, December 18th, 2020, with uh, Guildfellows. We'll be playing Among Us, and it's going to be a good time. Linktree is in the episode description, and you can uh, follow us and uh, join us on Discord and do whatever else you want to on there. Just so you are all aware, we are going to take a week off during the holidays. Uh, This episode is coming up on uh, December 14th. Uh, The next one would normally be in two weeks, but we're going to come up in three weeks. So on January 4th, we will start our new arc, and uh, it'll be a good one. Kicking off the year uh, with a good start, I think. We have no new reviews on Apple Podcasts, but oh my god, we have a patron! This is... (laughs) uh sorry just very excited about it uh we're all very excited about it we have our first patron on patreon if you didn't know we also have a patreon you can follow that in Linktree too our very first patron and it's a five dollar and up patron ethan samford thank you very much this is your shout out thank you so much for uh listening to us and donating to us and just all of the support that you've given we appreciate it so 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 much uh and we can't wait to keep giving you more I am sorry, there's not a whole lot of content on Patreon right now, but I promise you, I, as soon as I get off of my ass, <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it to you. I, I swear, I swear, it's coming. Uh, we do have some stuff that I've been meaning to edit for a very long time, but haven't had the motivation to do so because we didn't have a patron. But now you have pushed me to do it. Thank you very much, Ethan, for everything. I swear, I'm gonna get you stuff. It's coming. That is it for me. Thank you, Michael Winton, for the music. There's some good tunes coming up. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode.
4: So, as the sun dips below the horizon, I start to feel a shiver on my spine and I quickly run out of the room. As I am away from everyone, my face and skin begin to sag a little and turn a whitish, grayish color. Two bat-like wings start to sprout from my back. Slowly, I feel a slight pain at my abdomen, and my torso tears from my legs. As um, that happens, uh, my wings take to effect, and I... Fully separate my torso and my legs um and my legs lie idly on the ground as I fly around as a um half torso. my intestines drag we
0: don't we don't have to say that your intestines drag they that do. doesn't have to be no it's okay. very
4: it's very characteristic of this character, so okay. my intestines drag behind me um and i quickly tie them up in a little bow and um <laughs> once i'm fully transformed i slowly start to peek my way into the room
0: uh, so as you're like trying to peek back into the room, Dr. Miller has uh, exited out and has brought uh, a wheelchair that she had prepared uh, for you so you don't have to be constantly flying. Uh, she sets it down uh, at below your uh, hovering form and you're able to rest down into it. And you could place your uh, bottom half at the legs part so it looks like you have legs if you'd like
4: i'll do that (laughs) okay great thanks dr miller i
0: I think that like (laughs) most of this you saw as like the door was like swinging back and forth as it like was trying to close and great wind was generated into the hallway and blew open the door you you could see parts of the skin tone changing the wings sprout the legs fall to the ground some sloshing noises maybe and then everything's quiet before she begins to wheel into the room Um.
3: Miles
1: is hiding behind abel for sure after he saw (laughs) some split body splitting happening
0: so um skylar is a mononongle it is similar to a vampire, but obviously has some glaring differences from the traditional sense. Um, This type of vampire uh, is originally from the Philippines. It appears to be some sort of anomalous disease, perhaps, that is specific to uh, the Philippines and Filipinos,
1: what's that? What's that word you said? I'm just trying to do a quick Google image search.
0: Mananangal. uh It is M-A-N-A-N-A-N-G-G-A-L. Yeah. It is, uh is three a a-n's two g's, a l. <laughs> Got it. Thank you.
5: That's sick as
3: fuck. <laughs> fuck.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. <laughs> quite creepy. We should have had this Holy for Halloween. Shit. I, I want to go ahead and put this out there into the podcast uh for the if there's any scp super fans out there that know that uh mononongle is an scp that was um recently more recently taken up um Shello and i looked over the person's interpretation of it um neither of us cared too much for um, how they chose to go with the Mononongle. Uh But the beautiful thing about the SCP universe and uh, its fandom is you don't have to agree with everything and nothing is canon. Um, so uh, credit to Konoma for creating uh, SCP-5201, which is uh, titled The Manananggal, but we're just not using that interpretation for uh, our purposes. Tangent over. Um, so I suppose, uh, reintroductions are in order. This is Skylar.
1: Um, are you, are you still, you feel alright, Skylar? Uh, Miles pokes out from behind Abel, uh, to say this. <laughs> um, before you say
0: something, let's have you roll... Um, you, for your monstrous part, so Jordan also had a monstrous character. Hmm. Um, the unique thing we're doing with Skylar is she is, uh, dual-classed. During the evening, she will be monstrous. During the day, uh, she will be the flake. Ooh, intrigue.
5: That's very cool. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, during the evening, your curse, you chose feed instead of pure drive, which is what uh, Jordan had for Agnes. Uh, She had to resist uh, her greed, uh, which was her pure drive. For feed, the description of this is, you must subsist on living humans. It might take the form of blood, brains, or spiritual essence, but it must be from people. You need to act under pressure to resist feeding whenever a perfect opportunity presents itself. Mm. So um, I think we agreed upon the fact that Miles is a nine-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. That, I, this is agreed is upon. The, yes. Hold on, let me. That that's the consensus. That's how I think. Jacob, the he yeah. he is a nine-year-old boy. Okay.
1: Yes, that's what the fans um, are saying.
0: <laughs> that is what the fans are saying. I I have heard that from them and many reliable sources that Miles is a nine-year-old boy. Um, and if you saw a nine-year-old boy and you had a drive to consume humans that are v- vulnerable, I feel like a nine-year-old boy can fall into that category for sure
1: might i posit so might i posit that he is a nine-year-old boy barricaded behind a very large <laughs> uh ancient eldritch horror yes
0: <laughs> i'm still going to have her roll this now um and i think this may determine going forward how i will handle just situations where you and miles might be alone in general in the future whenever you are in your uh Mononongle form
4: yeah just for reference mononongles naturally prefer feeding on fetuses so and i'm the closest you got <laughs> right closest now, it seems like
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to come up with a pregnant person to throw into the story at some point to to deal with that issue <laughs> right.
4: but i mean like all prey but just preferred meal is a fetus so
0: yeah
1: Mhm. Right. Yikes.
0: Grody. <laughs> uh so yeah, I need you to roll to act under pressure. So you are going to roll to D6 yes. and add your cool, yes. which should be 1.
4: I have 5 plus 1 6.
0: Um you rolled 2, right?
4: 2 die? Yeah.
0: 5. Yeah. Mhm. Does anyone want to help out?
1: <laughs> so, I'm yeah, thinking I'm that trying I, to think of like I'm naturally how, how helping do... out, be, barricading myself behind April. I think. <laughs> okay,
0: I could I could justify that. You, um, uh, seeing that there's a, a situation that, like, you see a, a like, glow in her eyes, come up for a moment when she like returns to the room and makes eye contact with you, and you can. Like cower behind Abel if if you want. Um if anyone has another idea that would uh also be narratively interesting, other than Miles cowering behind a big burly boy, I, I will uh accept that as well.
5: Uh does it does it get naturally distracted by like <laughs> uh primitive things like fire or like I don't know, something flashy?
0: Um, I don't think you know enough about uh, Skyler, or and you know nothing about Mononongles.
5: Right, right, right. Can I? I guess I was just asking because, like, I I feel like that would be, like, if Ben were to notice the Mononongles' attention being drawn to Miles, he would instinctively want to.
0: I draw attention you, to something else. Um, I could have you like a- as Skyler was going through her change. You could try to tap into your magical powers to determine if you can understand what is happening at all, if it has weird abilities. So if you want to use magic for that and then determine if uh, it would make sense for you to come up with something to help out with, um, I'll make it just one roll uh, then. So just roll to use magic.
3: Okay.
5: Okay, that's not bad. Hold on. Uh, that's an eight total.
0: Uh, I think your effect that probably makes the most sense here would be that you're trapping a a specific person, monster, or minion. Um, so you're in some way going to prevent, um... I'll say that your mixed success here is you can either choose to, uh, use this to learn about like what is up with Skylar in general or you can use it to uh, help Skylar snap out of it but you don't understand what exactly you're doing
5: um I'll go with the latter option
0: okay um so you try to tap into your magical ability um it still from time to time is a struggle for you because you don't have a complete grasp over it as it sort of seems that it is fed through a separate entity that is not yourself so um you try to uh, upon seeing like a horror in the hallway of something changing you try to tap into this power and figure out what exactly is going on and what the new creature that has rolled into the room is. Um, You don't get anything from this. You try to reach out and ask your magic to do something for you to figure out what exactly is up with Skylar. It doesn't answer. But Skylar... You hear a voice in your head, and it sounds like Dr. Bright, but it doesn't sound quite right. It's similar, but it sounds more electronic.
3: Hey, Skylar, snap out of it.
0: Then, Skylar, you realize that um, you had begun to like start licking your lips while staring at Miles, and you had started feeling a bit of a pain in your gut of hunger. And at this point, uh you hear Twak Twak chirping from your bag at you, uh reminding you of uh the solution that you and Bright came up with to help tide over your hunger until the morning. No, not talk not twak twak It's not oh, twak no. twak. It's not
1: twak twak. Thank goodness. I was wondering uh, as an aside, does Twok Twok undergo the same change as you?
4: <laughs> so Twok No, I don't twak- think twak right? Is a part of the reason why. Oh.
3: oh.
4: But we can get into that later. Um, right. Ooh, ooh. But uh, Twok Tuak is a female and lays a large black egg,
2: and
4: ooh. um. Skylar, reminded of her solution, consumes that egg, and um, her hunger is sated, so.
0: So with uh, Ben's roll of a mixed success, it does help you out. You're pushed up to a mixed success. Your hunger is sated for now.
1: Did I need to roll help out too?
0: Uh no, so okay. I just had Ben do
1: it. Oh okay 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 okay, okay.
0: yeah, it, you cower, but it is just you cowering as Miles. <laughs>
1: Great okay cool cool cool
0: cool 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 mm-hmm. cool 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 cool. So it it became a mixed success. You for now your hunger is sated, um. But going forward in the future, I may need you to roll uh to do the same sort of thing until you become comfortable enough with Miles that uh, even your mononongal form is not as tempted. Okay. But for now, everything's fine.
1: Miles is a little shook, but... <laughs> uh, kind of. Re- I think he repeats his question. Um, Skylar, are you... Uh, h- how are you feeling? Uh, I'm so sorry about that. Um, I, I it, it's, it's all it's all right. I I think. Um, I'm just gonna stay right here though, uh, if that's all right. I think that would be good. <laughs> okay,
5: great. Ben is also shook. He's just standing <laughs> in place though. He's not cowering
1: like Miles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Nez just kind of had his his mouth like dropped open <laughs> this whole time. The little buddies are like balanced on the back of his chair, and they're not even chirping.
1: I like to imagine Ned is just, like, mouth agape, staring wide-eyed, but also scribbling into his notebook. (laughs) He doesn't (laughs) even need to look.
5: Like, drawing her, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, Dr.
0: Miller pipes up, well, um, we all have a very busy morning tomorrow. Uh, You will all be heading out to the house, um, first thing in the morning, so let's all head to bed and, um, And I hope that all of you continue to become more and more comfortable with each other, including Skylar.
1: Uh, Yeah, me too, Uh, actually.
0: So um, you all head off to bed. Uh, You go through your normal rituals. Each of you um, goes off to sleep. Skylar, once you reach your room, you sort of uh, stretch your wings out, separate from your torso and let your intestines flop around freely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, all of you uh, go off to sleep and in the morning you will uh, all wake up to another morning of energetic Dr. Miller getting you all ready. Um, But one of you experiences an interruption in the middle of the night.
5: Who is it? I know who it is.
0: Uh, <laughs> it 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 is Ben, but it's not a premonition. Oh, Ben, you wake up to Bit telling you, Benji,
3: wake up! Danger dear.
0: And with this, you sit upright immediately in the bed. You look around your room. I don't know if you've had the opportunity to do much customization while in the foundation here. It seems to be a fairly plain room. Immediately across from the foot of the bed is the computer that you've been provided. And uh, you gaze around through the room over a a dim light that's shining from like an alarm clock that's at the side of the bed. And you see a figure standing in the corner.
5: Who is it? Hey. You're not the real one, are you?
3: Am I that easy to figure out now?
5: Well, the real one would have been a bit more uh
3: considerate. Well, um, this is the only blind spot I was able to find. Dr. Miller is thorough. What do you want? I mean, you're welcome. For what? How do you think
0: that you... What do you think that... You think that Herman Fuller just decided to up and leave in the middle of about to being about to murder all of you? Like, I saved you all. I asked so you to I'm... trust me last time that we met.
3: I know... Sorry. I know I don't deserve your trust, but I'm...
0: I know what I'm... I know what I'm doing. I don't even know why I came.
5: So, you came here to say you're welcome, and that's it?
3: No. I... I came to say that I... I need you to keep... Do you trust me, Ben? I don't know. Okay. Well, I need you to keep trying. Why should I? Give me a reason
5: to keep trusting you. To keep trying.
3: I I can...
0: I'll give you more in the future.
3: I... I can't tell you everything just yet. I can keep telling you that I'm on your side. And
0: that I'm going to try to keep doing what I've done
3: to protect you all. And I may have to do something again like I did with Fuller. But I'm just trying to do what's best for you all.
5: Then why are you hiding?
3: I can't... I can't answer that either.
0: But I can help you on the right paths. I I gave you a number last time. Did you look it up?
5: I... I haven't really gotten a chance. Also, I missed the last digit.
0: It's 2750. See what the foundation did to them. And then
3: you might start to understand me a, a little bit better. Seriously, Ben, go look. On my own time. Fine. You don't have to let Dr. Miller know about
0: the hole in this defense, either. I'll patch it myself, and you won't have to see me here again.
3: But I'm sure you'll see me in Piedmont at some point. Before you go. What? What are you? You don't get to know that.
5: Very trustworthy.
3: Sorry, that was short, you don't. I'm human, same as you, and I'm not a damn number. And with
0: that, he steps backward into a rift. You get a really good look at his abilities when he does step into this rift. You've seen it from a distance most of the time whenever it's occurred. You saw it once sort of up close, but through glass uh, whenever he previously talked to you. He does it nice and slow, so you can get a good look. It looks like the wall behind him briefly becomes like glass, then appears as almost a mirror. It's reflecting his own image for a moment before it seems to almost shatter, and... The fragments of the glass begin to burst into an array of colors, and he himself, his own figure, falls apart as it passes into this rift. You don't see anything on the other side other than more of this broken glass. Then the hole fills back up. The shimmer is gone. And you're alone in your room. Do you now get up and go look?
5: Uh, sure. Yeah, that seems like you're pushing me in that direction. So, yeah, I will do that.
0: If you don't want to, you don't have to. But in the morning, you are leaving the facility. So you would access. No, no, yeah, have access. I, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. So you get up and go to the computer. This is your entry for 2750. You see an entry... That talks about the Navajo skinwalkers. Appearance wise, they are essentially humans look like people of the Navajo Nation um, from what would have been the 1800s. Their current population is only roughly around 100. The anomalous effect that they are described having is uh, they are able to change forms into uh, various types of animals, uh, ranging from coyotes, foxes, wolves, eagles, crows, etc., to many others. Their eyes resemble those of the animal that is uh, their most favorite to mimic. And you see a brief synopsis of Uh, the Foundation, or at least its predecessor, the American Secure Containment Initiative, um, and its interactions with uh, these individuals during the 1800s. The article describes the fear that uh, some of the people at this uh, predecessor to the Foundation uh, had towards these uh, beings, and Uh, you're able to piece together that some sort of conflict occurred. There is level 3 and level 4 clearance information that you do not have access to. You uh, sit for a while and ponder on this information before you attempt to go back to sleep, and the rest of your group, uh, sleeping soundly, They will join you in the morning to head off to your new Foundation Standard Issue home. content relating to the scp foundation including the scp foundation logo is licensed under the creative commons ShareAlike 3.0 and all concepts originate from the scp wiki and its authors please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.